Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Okay, you gotta say it all, really. Come on, you could do it. Jimmy B. Jones, One Man Band. What's the top say? New York Times best best selling best selling series. series. Barbara 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 Park. Jimmy B. Jones, One Man Band. Good job. First, I said one. Band man. I know, and then you said Bavara, Bavara, pink. Remember? That was very close. You're so cute. Okay, <laughs> I think we left off on chapter five. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, chapter five. Lemonade. After school, Mr. Scary called Mother at her work, and he had to tell her that I got disappointed about the tournament. That's how come, for dinner that night, Mother made my favorite meal of paschetti and meatballs, plus spaghetti and meatballs. She likes to call it paschetti. (laughs) Plus, she and Daddy tried to be extra nice to me. I know you're upset about not being able to play the kickball game, Mother said, but everyone has disappointments in life, honey. It was, I was in a bad mood. I hate disappointments. I hate them, I said. Daddy patted me. Yes, well, we all hate being disappointed, Junie B, he said. But Mr. Scary said that you can still do something fun in the tournament. I did a mad breath. I hate dumb tournaments. I hate it. That sounds just like if you're in a really grumpy mood and you don't want to hear what anybody has to say, like, I don't like that. And they're like, yeah, you normally do like that. And you're like, okay, I do, but I was just really mad. Right? <laughs> yeah, after, like, like when we get home and I'm calm, I'm like... Oh, yeah, if you throw, like, a little little six-year-old tantrum, and I'm, I'm like, like this, go to your room. Just go in your room and cry it out. Come back out when you're done. And then yeah. you usually say, Mommy, I'm sorry. Like, like, <laughs> like when I... When I had a wig, my first wiggly tooth. Yeah. Like, I was like, no, I don't want to get it out. And I kept crying. Like, you guys told me to go in my room. Yeah. Dude, honestly, I'm looking. <laughs> and, then, and then I came out and I was like, mommy, mommy, look, look. Yeah. Okay, let's read this. <laughs> That's so silly, though. Daddy squinted his eyes at me. He said stop, please, to please stop saying hate. I hate saying hate. I hate it, I said. After that... Daddy picked me up and he carried me to my room for a timeout. It was not unexpected. I waited until he was gone. I hate timeouts. I hate them, I whispered to my stuffed elephant, Philip Johnny Bob. I hate them too, Junie B, he said back. (laughs) I hate everything you hate. You and me hate everything at the exactly same time. I hugged that guy very tight. I love that guy. After that, Both of us flopped on the bed and we calmed ourselves down. Pretty soon, Mother came and got me and she took me back to the table. (laughs) I did not talk to Daddy. 
Also, <laughs> I did not talk to my baby brother named Ollie because he is just learning words and all he keeps saying is moo. <laughs> That's so funny. Mother tried to say some... Mother tried to be nice to me some more. Are you sure you wouldn't like to be a cheerleader, Jimmy B? She said. I know you couldn't jump... I know that you couldn't jump up and down on your sore toe, but you could still... You could still yell and shout to your team. Daddy did a chuckle. Yelling and shouting are right up your alley, he teased. I did not laugh at that remark. Daddy poked me. Oh, don't be so gloom, he said. Being a cheerleader wouldn't be so bad, would it? Every little girl likes cheerleading. I rolled my eyes up at the ceiling. But I'm not every girl, Daddy. I am just me, Junie B. Jones, and I don't want to be a cheerleader. I want to be on the kickball team. Just then, my nose started to sniffle very much. I even had a daydream about it, I said. I was the star of the whole entire game, and it was very wonderful, only now that is never going to happen. Mother gave me a hug. Well, no one has to be a star all the time, she said. It's just like I said earlier. Everyone has disappointments sometimes. Right, said Daddy. And when life hands you lemon, you learn to make lemonade. I looked at that weird man. Huh? I said, what does lemonade have to do with this? Mother smiled. It's just a saying, Judy B. She said, it means that when life goes a little bit sour, you need to find a way to sweeten it up a bit. Just then, Daddy went to the refrigerator, and he took out three lemons. I'll show you, he said. He held up the lemons for me to see. See what I have here, he said. They're just three sour old lemons, right? I did a shrug. I guess so. <laughs> She's still mad. Daddy grinned. Uh, okay, maybe these sour lemons are more fun than they look, he said. Then, one by one, he threw each lemon in the air, and wowie, wow, wow, he started to juggle them. I mean it. He did. My daddy juggled those lemons way high up in the air, and I didn't even know that he had the talent. I clapped and cheered, cheered very thrilled. I tried to juggle my oranges. Oh my god, today. He also said, Ollie clapped too. He also said moo. Then all of us started to laugh and daddy did a bow. Did you see? Did you see what I mean now? He said, I turned these sour lemons into something more fun. And you do the same thing. And you can do the same thing, Junie B said mother. All you have to do is think of something fun to do in the kickball tournament. And then you can, your sour situation will turn into a happy one. Do you understand? I thought he was going to make lemonade with them. Me too. I do, Mother. I do understand, I said. And guess what else? I think I already know what I'm going to do. I jumped down from my chair and I picked up those lemons from the counter. I think I'm going to juggle, I said, very joyful. I'll juggle in Sheldon's halftime show. And then everyone will clap and cheer and I will be the star of that whole production. She still wants to be the star. <laughs> After that... I stood in the middle of the kitchen, just like Daddy did. One by one, I threw each lemon in the air, and I kept my eyes on them very perfect, because only too bad for me, I crashed them on the table. Plus, the other one hit Ollie in the head, and he started to cry. I petted him real fast. Okay, uh, then I quick picked up the lemons, and I hurried back to my room, because juggling was going to take a lot of practice, apparently. And there were only three days left until Friday. <sighs> what you guys can't see is Peyton has matured her evening a little bit. And she has now 
pulled her face mask over her eyes and she is starting to fall asleep. Now? Oh yeah, you are a little sis. You better stay awake. We have this talk almost every time. You I can see. Oh my gosh, look over there. Look on the wall. It looks like spooky eyes from the snake light. Oh yeah. No, no, look at that one over there. That I is so- I can't see. Okay, well, your face mask is on, do we? Chapter six, practicing. Wednesday, dear first grade journal, last night, daddy helped me practice my juggling. I kept on throwing those lemons in the air <sighs> and they kept on crashing into my floor. Finally, I got frustration in me and I threw them as high as I could. The first one cracked my ceiling light. The next one fell on my bed and cracked my raggedy in and named Larry. Lemons are not as easy as they look. Friday is only two more days away. I am getting stress in me from Junie B first grader. As soon as I finished writing, Mr. Scary walked in the front room and he asked us to put away our journals. Boys and girls, there are a few more things that I would like to tell you about the kickball tournament on Friday, he said. For one thing, today and tomorrow, we'll be taking extra long recess periods to get ready. He looked around the class. Those of you playing on the team will be practicing on the softball field and those of you who are cheerleading will be practicing in the sidelines, he told us. Camille and Chenille jumped right up from the seats. Mr. Scary, Mr. Scary, we have good news, said Camille. Yes, we do, said Chenille. Our mother was a cheerleader in college and last night she taught us some cheers. Right, said Camille. And so today, Chenille and I can teach them to the other girls. Mr. Scary smiled, very pleased. That is excellent news, girls, he said. I'll put you two in charge of teaching cheers. Then I will have more time to work with the, kit, with the kickball team and the halftime show. He looked back in my directions. Oh, and speaking of halftime show, have you made a decision about what you want to do yet, Junie B? I started to nod, real happy. Then all of a sudden I stopped on account of what I told room one was that I was going to juggle at the halftime show. Only I couldn't learn that talent by Friday. Then some of the children might shout boo at me. Plus the other ones might laugh and laugh. I tapped on my desk very thinking. But, but on the other hand, maybe I should just tell the class my whole entire truth. Cause mother says that the truth is always the best. Only that is not the truth of course. But maybe this one time, the truth might be the easiest. Junie B, said my teacher again. I stood up at my desk and I looked at one room, room one in their eyes. Okay, here's the whole entire truth, I said. I am trying to learn how to juggle for Sheldon's halftime show. Only please do not get your hopes up, people, because I may not learn in time. And so if I don't juggle at the halftime show, there's no laughing or booing loud, and I mean it. I quick sat back down again. That was actually smarter for her to say, huh? Mm-hmm. Linny and Herb turned around in their seats. Wow, you're learning to juggle, they said. That is cool. Yeah, that's cool, said Herbert. I wish I could juggle. May rolled her eyes. I don't, I, she said. What's so fun about throwing stuff in the air anyways? And juggling is only for the circus. Who ever heard of juggling at the halftime show? But her dad knows how to juggle, and he's not in the circus, dumb May. Why is May so grumpy? She's so negative. No. You know what she is? 
What's a, what's a word that means negative that starts with an M? Mm. Like meanie may. Um, Monster may. No. Kind of <laughs> like a more, how about, let me think here. Mm. Gosh, this is a hard one. Mean? No, mean. already we said meanie. I don't like that one. It's not offensive enough. Mm. Mean girl in my class. Mean girl may. That's <laughs> cute. I'm going to think of something. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna thesaurus that tomorrow. Yeah, it is cool. Uh, nope, no, no. Uh, mm, 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 throwing stuff in the air. I wrinkled my eyebrows. Very serious. Hmm, that's a good question, May. Let me think. I said. Then I learned real leaned real close into her face and I said, "Me? That's who?" I said. Lenny and Herb started to laugh very loud. Then Sheldon looked back at me and he gave me a happy thumbs up. I smiled, cause what do you know? This time, the truth worked beautifully. That's that's funny. She said, May said, who would want to learn how to juggle? And Junie said, hmm, I don't know. Me! <laughs> that's, that's who! She's, man, you know what? I'm starting to like this kid more and more. If Junie B. Jones was in your class, I would say, you know what? That kid is hysterical. She's a nut job, but she's hysterical. Invite her over, let's go swimming. Right? Yeah. She's funny. Want to be friends? Girl. You'd be like this. You, me, BFFs. Let's get a necklace. Right? <laughs> you, me, BFFs. Let's go get necklace, necklace time. Necklace time. My mom will take us. Ask your mom. Right? Here's my mom's phone number. You have your people. Call my people. Okay, bye. And she'll be like. And then you'll be like, do you have a loose tooth? Me too. Okay. Right? <laughs> okay. We won't talk like that, though. Um, no, that would be silly. Okay, chapter seven. Fun with me and Sheldon. At recess, Mr. Scary got the kickball team started on their practice. Then he came over to Sheldon and me, and then he helped us with our halftime show. First, he gave me a wood block from the music teacher's room. Plus, also, he gave me a drumstick. If you hit this wood block while you march... You and Sheldon will be able to stay in step, he explained. I smiled, very thrilled, because hitting stuff is right up my alley. I whacked that thing with my drumstick. Then Sheldon crashed his cymbals together. And ha, that was beautiful music. <laughs> I don't know about that. After that, Mr. Scary told us to form a line behind him. And then all three of us marched around and around and played on the playground. And guess what? My wood block kept us in step very perfect. After a while, we marched over to the microphone and it was on a stand in the grass. This is where you're going to sing, Sheldon, Mr. Scary said. When you sing into the microphone, the whole audience will be able to hear you. Then Mr. Scary smiled. We won't turn it on yet, but you can still practice your song. Okay, said Sheldon, very thrilled. Then he stood up real tall and he walked over to the microphone and he started to sing, Hark, Harold the Angel Sings. Then he played the cymbals while he sang. It was very lovely, sort of, but Mr. Scary's face did not look very delighted. He held up his hand. Uh, could you hold it there a second, Sheldon, he called. Could you stop singing for a minute, please? Sheldon stopped. Mr. Scary walked over to the microphone. Well, 
okay, well, that's very nice. Chris, that's a very nice Christmas carol, Sheldon, he said, and you are singing it beautifully. But the trouble is, it really isn't Christmas, is it? So I'm wondering if maybe you know a different song. Sheldon thought for a minute. How about I have a little dreidel, he asked. I know that one. Mr. Scary ran his fingers through his tired hair. Yes, well, that's sort of the same problem, isn't it? He said, it's not really a Hanukkah either. Mr. Scary bent down next to him. Do you guys know the song besides any holiday songs, he said? Or are there some other talent you guys have, Sheldon? Like, can you whistle maybe or do a magic trick? Sheldon thought some more. I can blow milk bubbles out of my nose, he said, but that mostly only happens when I'm choking. Mr. Scary started rubbing the sides of his head. He was getting another headache in there, I think. Then, all of a sudden, Sheldon's whole face lighted up. Hey, wait, I just thought of another song I could sing. Happy birthday, Mr. Scary. Oh, I know all the words in happy birthday, and I didn't even, and it isn't even a holiday song. Our teacher stood there for a second. Then he nodded his head and he said, happy birthday would be just dandy. Sheldon started to started his performance all over again. He sang the song and played the cymbals very good. After he got done, he did a somersault. I don't know why. Then, hooray, hooray, it was finally time for me. I quick to put down my wooden block and I reached into my pocket and my took out my pretend lemons and I started that I was pretend juggling them. Juggling for pretend was way easier than juggling for real. And I skipped and twirled and danced and Mr. Scary and Sheldon clapped and clapped. I did a bow. Then I picked up my wood block again and I hit it with my stick and me and Sheldon marched off the field. We jumped all around and did a, did a high five. Then Sheldon picked me up and tried to twirl me around, only he wasn't actually strong enough, and so mostly he just dragged me on my toes. His face turned kind of reddish and sweaty, so he put me down and wiped his head with his sleeve. Whew, you weigh a ton, girl, he said. I did a smile. I like that odd boy. I really, really do. Chapter 8, Halftime Show. Thursday, Dear First Grade Journal, Yesterday when I get home from school, Daddy was waiting for me, and ha! He had bought me a jungle, a juggle book for the, from the bookstore. It was for children six and up. And six and up is exact, my exact age. Daddy and I read each page very carefully. Then I did a whole entire book, step by step. And what do you know? After I got done, I still couldn't juggle. I am getting fed up with this stupid talent. Daddy said, maybe I'll learn tomorrow. That man is just kidding himself. I am doomed from Judy B. First grader. I closed my journal and I watched the clock for the rest of the afternoon because I, I wanted to get home and practice some more. Daddy came home from work to help me again and he tried to help me juggle for hours and hours. Only the most I could ever juggle was two dumb lemons and two dumb lemons is not even juggling. Two dumb lemons is just throwing them in the air and catching them. I am not going to school tomorrow, and I mean it. Friday, first grade journal. I am at school. I do not know what went wrong. On account of this morning, I told mother I broke my leg, and then I limped and limped all over the house. And the next thing you know, 
I was on the bus. I am wearing a halftime costume mother made for me. My hat is made out of an oatmeal box and I look like a nitwit. From Junie B, first grader. I glanced my eyes all around the room. The children in room one were very, looked very cute. The kickball players were all wearing matching red and white shirts. All of, the num all of their shirts said, we are room number one. The cheerleaders matched each other too. They had on a red skirt and white sweaters. I looked at Sheldon. His daddy's band jacket was way too giant and his band hat came over his ears. He looked like a nitwit too. I put, up, I put my head down on my desk very gloom. My oatmeal box hat fell to the floor and I may started to laugh. I hope that that doesn't happen to you when you juggle today, Junie Jones. She said very meanish. She raised her eyebrow. You are going to juggle, aren't you? I didn't answer that girl. Instead, I turned my head to the wall and I closed my eyes and I wished to turn her invisible. I wished and wished with all my might. Then finally, I opened my eyes again and I turned back to May and I stuck up my tongue at her. She stuck hers right back out at me and I did a sigh. Bad news, I wasn't invisible. At 10 o'clock, we went out to the softball field. There was a million jillion parents there, I bet. Mother and Daddy were sitting in the first row of the bleachers. Grandpa Miller and Grandma Miller were sitting right next to them. They were holding my baby brother named Ollie. He was mooing. All of them waved at me. I did not wave back because I was still trying to be invisible, of course. Me and Sheldon sat down together and he looked at the people in the bleachers. Then he quick turned around again and he pulled his band hat over his face. He giggled very nutty. Please stop doing that, I said. You were just calling attention to ourselves. Sheldon put a symbol on his head and rolled his eyes at that dumb guy. Then, and I rolled my eyes at that dumb guy. Then I hid my face in my skirt and I didn't watch the tournament. There were two games going on at once. Room one was playing room two, and room three was playing room four. I could hear the cheerleaders cheering real loud. Room one was winning, I think. I was listening to the cheering for a very long time. Then, all of a sudden, I heard lots of whistling and yelling, and I looked up to see what happened, and oh no, oh no, room one had just won the first game. And now, it was time for the halftime. Mr. Scary came over to get us. I tried to hide behind Sheldon, but Mr. Scary saw me. He did his perfectly, he said it is perfectly normal for me to be nervous, but I should just relax and try to enjoy myself. This is going to be a day that you'll never forget, he told me. My skin did a shiver. Yeah, only that's exactly what I'm afraid of, I said after that. I looked at Mr. S Mr. Scary took me and Sheldon by the hands and he walked us to the field. My legs feel like silly string. Mr. Scary went out to the microphone and he made an announcement to the people. Welcome to our halftime show, everyone, he said. While rooms one and four are resting for the final game of the tournament, two of my students will, be, will pre present very special entertainment. He winked at me and Sheldon. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am proud to present the musical genius of Sheldon Potts and the unique talent of Junie B. Jones. As soon as he finished, he pointed at me and Sheldon, and he gave us a signal to go. Sheldon did a whimper. He did not move. He looked. I looked at his face. He was the color of paste. Mr. Scary hurried over, and he gave Sheldon a big nudge. 
Okay, you two, go, 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 he said. Take off. Very slow, I raised up my wood block and I hit my drumstick real light. Tap. Louder. Mr. Scary said, you've got to play it louder, Junie B, with a little bit more pep, okay? I took a big breath. Tap, tap, tap. Mr. Scary nodded. Yes, that is better. I swallowed hard. Tap, tap, tap. Mr. Scary gave me a thumbs up. That's it, Junie B, that's it. He said, keep it up. I kept it up. Tap, 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 tap. Then pretty soon my feet started tapping too and they marched right to the field. I looked behind me. Sheldon was still standing on the sidelines. His face looked even pastier. I ran back there and tugged in his arm. Come on, Sheldon, I said, let's go. Sheldon plopped down on the grass. No, I can't, I can't, he said. I made a fist at that boy. Oh, yes, you can, Sheldon. You've got to, you've got to. This whole stupid show is your idea and I am not doing it by myself. After that, I helped Sheldon stand up and I pulled him onto the field. And that's when the worst thing of all happened because room two started laughing their heads off at us. And it was the meanest laughing I ever heard. I Sheldon sh uh, froze very stiff. He stood there like a statue and he wouldn't even budge. Then all of a sudden, crash. He dropped his cymbals and he ran across the playground as fast as a speedboat. One of the teachers ran after him, but Sheldon zoomed faster and faster. Then he ran behind the swing set and he circled around the monkey bars and I kept and he kept trying to run and run until he was all the way behind the school. And what do you know? Sheldon never came back. Chapter nine, plops. Room two laughed even louder. Room three and four laughed too. I hated the, that mean noise. I hated it. Tears came into my eyes and my nose started sniffling very much. I hanged my head so no one could see and then ha, that's when I spotted them. Sheldon's symbols. They were lying in the grass right next to my feet. I quick picked them up and I crashed them together so I wouldn't hear the laughing and it worked. I tell you it worked. I couldn't even hear the laughing at all. That's how come I crashed them again and again and again until my arms got tired and guess what? When I finally stopped, no one was even laughing anymore. I felt a little better. Symbols were very enjoyable. After that, I stood in the middle of the field and I rocked back and forth on my feet, very thinking, because I did not know what to do next, of course. Then I just heard shouting, boring. Then, don't just stand there and do something. It's yelled a different voice. I looked up, those two boys shouted, were being taken away by the teacher. But it was already too late. More tears were coming down my eyes. Mr. Scary started coming over to get me and my brain began to panic because this was the stupidest halftime show I ever saw. The children started laughing again. They would, they would be laughing for me at the rest of their life probably. Then all of a sudden my eyes got a glance over at Sheldon's microphone and what do you know? A brand new idea popped into my head and it's called, hey, Maybe I could sing a song, just like Sheldon was going to do. And I grinned real big. Yes, yes, I could sing The Sun Will Come Up Tomorrow from a hit musical, Amy. I love that tune, I tell you. I hurried over to the microphone and I opened my mouth, only I couldn't actually remember that's how that song started. Mr. Scary was getting closer. My brain panicked some more. And then, out of nowhere, I heard a plop. And I looked down. Something had landed to the ground next to my boots. I looked closer. It was a flaky biscuit, I believe. Plop, plop, plop. Two more biscuits and a small plum. Then suddenly, 
There was another fuss in the stands, and two more kids were laughing, getting away, led away by their teacher. That's when I got it. That's when I figured out that those mean kids threw food at me. And throwing food is the biggest insult you can ever do. First, my face turned red as a tomato, and I felt myself getting mad. I got madder and madder, and then I picked up those biscuits, and I started throwing them back. Only all at once, my brain changed its mind. And instead of throwing them back, I put those two biscuits right in my hand, and I put the other one in my left hand, and then I tossed them in the air, one by one, exactly like my juggling book said to do. Then magic happened, I tell you. I did it. I really did it because for the first, for a few teensy seconds, I juggled those biscuits way high in the air and I juggled them as perfect as could be. And I caught them too. I caught all three of those flaky guys. Then the whole entire bleachers started to clap and clap and clap. Then they cheered and cheered and cheered. And the sounds of that noise was better than the bestest daydream I ever had. I did a bow and people kept clapping. I did another bow. Then I picked up Sheldon's symbols and I marched right off the field. And guess what? It was the proudest darn moment in my life. The rest of the day was a joy. We had a happy party and I smiled till my cheeks hurt. Also, I wrote into my journal again. Friday afternoon. Dear first grade journal, we won the tournament. Room one won the whole entire kickball tournament. And so hooray, hooray. Mr. Scary let us have a party for the whole rest of the day. And guess what? They found Sheldon hiding behind the bush because he got scared silly, apparently. Only he finally calmed himself down and now he's back to his regular nutty self. And guess what else? I'm not even mad at him for running away. On account of if Sheldon didn't run away, I would have never juggled, probably. Mother and Daddy hugged me at the party. And Daddy said I turned biscuits into lemonade. And that is a hoot, I tell you. And then mother said the bestest thing of all. She said today I was a star and I really liked the sound of that. Yep, I really, really did. From Junie B. Jones, first grader. Well, once again, you fell asleep on me, Peyton. Are you awake, Peyton? Nope, she is out like a light.